Hey everybody, welcome to the J&J Podcast. This is Jessica. And I'm Jamal. All right, you guys. First and foremost, definitely want to thank everybody that's been supporting us. Said that right, Jamal? Yeah, well, thank you guys. It's just been phenomenal these first three episodes uh, as we've gotten this thing off the ground. Um, so today we're just coming at you guys because it's been a couple of weeks and uh, not per se just a, a real hot and heavy topic today. We just want to do what we call in the was it a filler episode? Yeah, just a filler episode. We just kind of just having a regular discussion, something that if we were on the phone, probably what we would be talking about and, you know, just having a little chat chat between two best friends. So that's it. Definitely want to go into like the past three episodes that we did do. Um, first episode, COVID, you yeah, know, the impacts of COVID. It got us going and then we... we Basically went to the shop talk episode, which I think a lot of you guys supported, and I think that was or that has been the most liked one thus far. And then we stepped into a real serious one with our good friend India Moore, uh, basically discussing ovarian cancer and, and just uh, her and and her family's battle, um, just her going through that with her mom and all, and it, and it was pretty touching. And I once again commend her for coming on and, and giving us her time and just being open with us. And I know it wasn't easy for her to discuss that with us, but just the simple fact that she came in and, and basically prepared herself, and I think she did a phenomenal job. Yes, I must agree with that. And also want to thank everybody that did donate by the mask and the bracelets. She was able to get out, I think, about 30 boxes, if I'm not mistaken, um, you can actually look at her Instagram page, underscore Indy. Um, she was able to post it. Or actually, if you guys go to our new Instagram page, <laughs> yes, J&J Podcast, definitely go and follow us on IG. We're on Facebook as well. I did post a video on there. So we definitely want you guys to hit the little follow button, you know, be able to see exclusive content, you know, us recording before we get on YouTube because that is our next step in the right partner. Oh, Oh, yeah, oh. we're going to YouTube for so you guys can actually see us. And right, I, right. Before we hit that though, I'm gonna have the fat boy. I'm gonna need you to tie me up, baby. It's been <laughs> tough out here. I'm, I'm gonna need you to get me together before I'm, before I'm on anybody too. <laughs> yeah, Nisha, I'm gonna need you to give me some curls, even though I kind of I'm rocking a little quarantine style right now. But our next episode, I think we're gonna do. We got a couple more in the in the bank. In the bank, what you think about that? Oh yeah, we we ain't gonna get too far ahead though. You know, just just leave them guessing for a while. Yeah, we'll be um, but you know, we're not gonna prolong this thing. We first want to give a shout out. Uh, we're gonna do a before and after, and uh, I'm gonna let Jessica take this first shout out. This is a very special shout out that we're doing because we are promoting black businesses. First shout out we're doing is Summertime Accessories. Just to give you guys a background on Summertime Accessories. This is my little cousin. She's 15. She actually started this business when she was 14 years old. And she runs it on her own. Some of the things that she does have with this is she sells shades, purses, custom, bra custom bracelets, and other things as well. Um, we can You can reach her at summertimeaccessories.org or go to our Facebook page Summertime Accessories. So definitely want you guys to go and support. It's it's a really good business I must say for if you have young girls cuz with me I have two 
little ones, of course, if you don't know. And they have these amazing purses. They, she has, they come in rainbow. And then her glasses. Now, I know a lot of you have seen her glasses and, has com and have commented on my Facebook page. I was like, Jessica, where you get those glasses from? I'm like, I'm adding her. Summertime accessories. And she does do mail-in orders as well. She's actually out of Talladega, Alabama. See how I pronounce Talladega? Talladega. I used to say Talladega, but he called himself correct. That's not it. And I'm Talladega. Like, and, you know, Talladega is where my mother is from. So, One we definitely want to. Jackie. Yeah, shout out to my mama. She's a very big supporter of us. She she was a big fan of episode three. Yeah, she, she supported all of them. I mean, I think you give her the final listen before you, you post it. So, basically, I think if she says it's not good enough, we'll have to go back and shoot it over. Oh, uh, yeah. she's And she's definitely opinionated. She will tell the truth in a minute. She'll be like, Jessica, I'm not sure about that. But she was she's a big fan of our show. Pretty much a lot of people are big fans of our show. And we want to just keep this thing moving forward. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend. You guys check us out. Um, we appreciate you guys' uh, feedback, whether good or bad. Uh, all is taken into consideration. So thank you guys for rocking with us. So we're just going to go and pop off into this topic. Uh, Jessica called me the other day, and she was telling me about one of her dreams. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let her get into it. Okay, so I had this dream, y'all. And in the dream, I was dating this guy. The guy was fine in the dream. Not saying anybody I've dated was fine. But, you know, this guy was just, like, extraordinary fine to me. And I was telling Jamal that in the dream, I was like, Jamal, I was dating this guy. He was very attractive. And I had, for some reason, I had long hair. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> it probably was a wig. <laughs> we just going to be honest. <laughs> it is a dream. I mean, you know, your dreams do some unbelievable things. But if you had long hair, it was a wig. And don't get me wrong. I have hair, but it was just like long and just pretty. So it probably was a wig because I do have a couple wigs in my closet. A couple is an understatement. But hey, you know, I like to switch it up, go here and there. So in this dream, I had this epiphany and it was like, okay, to kind of give you guys a background, my dating history has been a little bit... Hmm, questionable. Questionable. And <laughs> I say this to say because some of the people I've dated... They're really, hmm, what can I, how can I say this without saying it? Needy. And I say needy in the sense of, it seems like I'm the controller in the getting to know stage. Or even in the relationship, I'm the one that's controlling it all. And I was telling Jamal, like, even from the past, I would say, two years. Like, the people that I've dated. And it was like... I felt like I was in control of the situation. Like I, it was like I was the man in it. If that makes sense. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. You were, you were. They relied on you to fix everything, whereas conventional relationships are based on the man being the foundation to fix everything. But you get, I guess, in a sense, what you would call mama boys. Yeah. Uh, so you know, guys that just always want. The woman to, to, to take care of everything. Yeah, and it was kind of aggravating, so to speak, because it was like, I want to be the one that's dating. So, we go into the topic of this. Being the woman to date. So, meaning as in 
I want to be the woman in the scenario, not the man. Because I feel like sometimes I'm the man because I'm try I'm I'm a fixer. Anybody that knows me, I'm very caring and I try to fix the problem. So the people I've been dating and, you know, some people you just don't mesh with, which is understandable because stuff like that happens. Right. Like you might not mesh with them. And I'm not knocking anybody that's like this. Let me make sure I get that because I don't want any type of text messages calling them. You talking about me? No. I'm just saying some people you do not mesh with. And I think the guys that I want to date now, I want to be the woman in it. I don't want to put in all of the effort, if that makes sense. You more or less want him to be the lead. You want him to take care of stuff and not come with baggage, i.e. problems that you have to iron out. You, you want him to have it together and just let him control everything in a sense or you just take a step back and he basically control okay we're gonna go to dinner here or we're gonna do this we're gonna do that and you just okay let me get rid of okay we can do that not more or less like oh man oh, they gonna close my house down on me if I don't get this much or I got this problem you know job kicking my tail. I don't know how to do this. Can you feel this stuff out for me? You you want somebody who just take care of their own business. Exactly. And not saying I'm not going to be supportive because you know, as a woman, we we definitely want to support our men, but I don't want to be the one to carry it for you. That's what I'm looking for. I don't want to carry everything for you. So, I was telling Jamal, I was just like I'm I think that's where I'm messing up at. And another thing too, ladies, Sometimes we don't allow the man to take over because we're so used to being the woman that handles everything. Like, for example, me, I'm a single mother. I'm homeowner. I have a, I'm in a great career. I, you know, take care of my kids. I pretty much do everything around the house. So I can only imagine dating somebody that does not do everything. Like as far as like, it would, it would be weird if he came in and did everything for me, if that makes sense. Right. I mean, and, and that's society in general in this day. I mean, you have a lot of independent women, and I don't knock them, but it's more or less one of those things as to where um, the women are stuck doing everything. I mean, I come from, you know, a strong home where my mom was a single parent. And not to say that my dad didn't do for me or didn't do within my house for me or whatever, but my mom basically had seven kids, mm. seven of us, yeah. and she made sure, like, basically all of us graduated high school and graduated college with degrees, and basically most of us are, are working in our fields, in a sense. Um, so I commend all independent women out there. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely commend him as well. Um, you know, my mom, same example, like, well, my parents were married until I was about twelve. And then after that, I've seen my mama like work what three jobs, take care of me and my brother, and she held it down. And even to this day, like, is she she's single, she does everything and my mom is doing really well. So in my eyes I kinda see that as like, wow, that's good, but it's an advantage and a disadvantage. Do you remember when I was telling you, like, earlier this week how my kids came to me and they were like, oh, mama, like, 
I don't want to be married. And I'm like, what? And they were like, and I think they look at me and they're like, mama, mama does everything. You know, she, she does this, that, and the third. And I don't want to teach them that, if that makes sense. Right. I get what you're saying. It's kind of like, but they only follow what they see that has, hasn't been a male present in the household. So to them, it's like mom is getting this stuff done. So we don't want them to help presents in the house because mama's getting it done. So it's like, whereas you're like, you're ready to find that man to come in. And, and I first say just get it all done, but be that lead dog that basically take care of the stuff that, that quote unquote, the man should be able to take care of and you take care of the rest type deal. Yeah, that's true. That's something. Man, let me ask you this, Jamal. This is just my curiosity. Um, do you think that men tend to date women like their mothers? Um, I say yes and no. Uh, you do have those who who gravitate to women. You know, if, if they are mama's boys type deal, they're gonna navigate or gravitate towards like a woman who, who treat them like their mom. And, and that can be a, a, a hindrance to a lot of relationships because you're expecting the same from your girlfriend that your mom did. It, it don't work like that. It's like, this is a relationship. This is 50-50. So it's like, it's a us, not a me doing for you everything that you want, but it's us doing for each other type deal. So I do say, you know, some men... Want, want a woman like their mom, and some tend to gravitate away from that. You know, they don't want a woman like their mama. And not knocking it, but it's like, you know, you have those headstrong women that just like, they gonna do everything, and they gonna be in t- on top of everything, and into everything, so you can't mm-hmm. be in no corners without getting caught type deal, so <laughs> yeah. ain't no man who wanna be no woman that's just on top of his head at, at, at every corner. And not saying to do any wrongdoing, but it's just like you have the man that wants to be the man mm-hmm. and wants the woman to be the woman. Yeah. And we could start a whole nother conversation as far as gender roles, but that's not today's episode. But it's just one of those things that when you have, as my dad would call it, a titty baby. <laughs> and I hate to say it that way, but we're just going to be honest. It's just like one of them things that, you know, they mama always pacifying them in a sense. So it's like when they get older, that's what they used to. And and a lot of times those mothers tend to pacify them well into the adult adulthood. I mean, so it's kind of one of those things like at what point does she step back and let him be his own individual? Mm, yeah, I've dated some titty babies before, I must say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't mean to say it like that, but I mean, I mean like I said, that's, that's, that's how my dad refers to it, like a titty baby. <laughs> It's I feel truth. bad for saying that, but I mean, it is what it is at this point. I mean, I have, and, and it could be challenging because they have this expectation that you're supposed to be like their mother, and it's like, I'm not like your mom. Or they, they put this, this they hold you to this high pedestal. Like, somebody I was dating in the past, I must say, he will always say, I always looked at you this way I always knew my sweet innocent Jessica like he used to always say that and I'm like mm-hmm. what do you mean you know I'm I'm human I've done things wrong you know but he he's known me for so long so he looked at me as this girl that you know let's be real we went to high school together 
And everybody knew me in high school just being, you know, Jessica, just this innocent Jessica. So right. when he met me in my adult years, it was like I always looked at you as this sweet innocent Jessica. And it's like, uh, I do change, but right. are you changing? I, I guess mean, that's what I'm trying And that's to. the thing, like, everybody changes. That's that's something that we talk about. I'm going to throw that in here. It's like mm-hmm. a lot of times we look at people from who they were years ago. It's like it's hard for people, and, and myself included, to acknowledge the growth at times. And no one is today, I hope not, no one is today who they were back in 20, 2006, 2005, 2004. So it's like when you're in hometown, Huntsville, Alabama, and you see people you went to high school with, well, this person went out and got a college degree. This person then, then moved on from that and, and probably been along with a new group of friends longer than they were along with you. Yeah. But you tend to, you know, I ain't gonna say you, but just people tend to be nearsighted and judge them or, or still treat them as if they're in that position from those years, yesteryears, as, as, as the old people say, and don't look at them for who they are today. And that's, you know, that was that day I was telling you, like, stepping out of your, 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 your body, like, just stepping out of your own element, like, doing stuff that people normally wouldn't think that you do. Exactly. And so that... That bothers me, but I see it done a lot, and I've I've actually fell victim to doing it. It's like we we got to see people for who they are and the growth that they've had, and not who they were. But I just had to throw that in. You go ahead. Yeah, I mean that, that's a good point. And even in addition to like what a person's been through, right. like you can't look at them from two thousand and five and six and be like, you know, this is who they were because life has probably hit them within the past what. 14, 15 years. Right. Like, I can tell you life has hit me. I know life, you've been through things in life. Right. So, you know. Still going through things. Still going through things. <laughs> I mean, let's not get twisted. We're not right. old. But, you know, we've been through some things. We've had children, you know, financial issues. We we all have fell victim to things. Right. So, I hate when people put you in that box to where. And in some sense, it can be a good box. Because, you know. As far as like, oh, she wasn't that type of person. And then, but at the same time, I guess what I'm trying to say is, look at me of who I am now. Right. I guess that's what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing is like, folks see you for who you, who you were and not who you are. And we all are allowed to constant, constant, constantly change. I apologize. Constantly change is like, but people want to hold you to certain standards or certain um statuses or certain just areas mm-hmm. and and they won't acknowledge the growth i give you a funny funny thing and this just happened to me i'm in the gym finishing up my workout you know getting ready to come shoot this podcast mm-hmm. and it's a guy from my hometown and he see me and he's like hey you know you went to rc hatch and i'm like yeah you know from union town and i'm just like yeah i'm tiffany Candor and uh both of my brother mm-hmm. um and he said yeah man you know we played ball together you were you were a trainer when i played ball and i'm like <laughs> trainer bro <laughs> and, and and i didn't really take offense to it but i'm like never have i ever been a water boy in my yeah. life no and i'm not knocking anybody we're not knocking no water no boys, water boys. <laughs> But I'm like, bro, I'm starting on the high school team. I mean, we weren't that good. I'm going to throw that out there. But <laughs> I'm starting good. on the high school team in the seventh grade. But this guy, he sees me his through his eyes. It's like, um, um, 
nobody type deal because then he started telling me about what he's doing now and all this stuff and I ain't going it's like I don't know you to, to even go into that conversation but I told him like man cut it out and I'm laughing you know laughing and saying man bro, bro cut that out but that's the thing is like he see me as somebody from yesteryears yeah he don't know what's happened since 04 when I moved to Huntsville to 2020, I'm back in Huntsville type deal. So I just thought that was pretty funny, and that's like perfectly fits, you know, what I was just discussing. Yeah, and I say I, I guess that's what makes it hard to date because it, in especially when you date somebody that you has know. known that you know, right? I must say, yeah, when when you know, because they're looking at you this way instead of looking at you. As the the person that you are today, so right. So, but but if you give an opportunity to somebody who's a total stranger, then they have to learn you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, if you're basically reintroducing yourself to somebody who you knew from years ago, or just somebody who you knew at any point in your life, or you know, classmates or schoolmates or whatever, however you met them, they're on the job or whatever. Yeah. But you know, when you one of those people in your life, they, they do, they just automatically revert back to whatever year, Jessica. Not, they don't know what has happened in your life to put you here today. Yeah. So, like I said, we all do. We all fall victim to it. I try not to do it now because I, I'll call Justin and give her an example, but it's like I have to tell her and remind myself, like, we can't view people from then you know, view people as who they once were, but view them as who they are today. Yeah, he, he constantly reminds me of that. And and it makes me look like, man, you know what? Like, I applaud them. Like, even with us, I'm pretty sure they weren't expecting me to do a podcast right. or and, you to do and, and that was one of the examples I told you, you know, to go ahead and start doing this thing. It's just like, you got to step out from under whatever rock it was that's holding you back, that's basically saying... Okay, man, Jessica ain't gonna do, you know, Jessica, Jessica podcast is like, yeah, Jessica podcast. Like, this is something that I I envisioned. This is something I prayed about. Mm-hmm. And now I'm doing it. So it's just like, yeah, you're gonna have people that are Jessica Schultz podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's like, give it a listen. And then it's like, oh, okay, it's pretty slick. I, I mean, I like it type mm-hmm. deal. So that's that was really one of the examples that I gave her to get this thing off the ground. Yeah. Just like step outside that comfort zone and get it going. Yep, and we did, and look at us. We are what, four, episodes four episodes in, in. and we getting amazing reviews. So, yeah, I thought that was a really good topic to kind of go into. So, just to give everybody a heads up, I am going to be the person to date now. I'm not going to be the person. Dated. I'm going to, well, I'm going to be dated and dated. not the person that I don't know how you even say it, but I get the point that you're And if to you don't, on. I'm one. So. You want someone to date you and don't want to be the one fixing somebody's problems. Yes, I do not want to fix problems anymore. I'm sorry I'm out of that business now. It is now, what, October 2020. So if I come to you and Jamal, I'm like, I'm dating him and he has this going on. You automatically be like, Jessica, remember episode four? No, I'm just you know, I'm like, hey man, what you, what what are you doing? Like, and like, he does do doing? that. I will say that if I come to him about a situation and he's not breaking guy code, because I know a lot of people think that when they have this, when you have a male best friend that they are breaking guy code. He does not break guy code. If you listen to episode two, he's made that clear. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go against the grain, but at the same time, I'm gonna, you know, this friendship is like a, a, a brother sister for real type deal. So it's yeah. like, man, if I can give her some great advice, like I be giving my sister good advice, I'm gonna do it. And I don't want nobody that I know or associated with to be with a sleazy man. I'm, I mean, I'm sorry, guys. I just I ain't gonna let no sorry man creep off in one of my sister's houses. It's just like me for my daughter's long term. Mm-hmm. When they marry, I don't want them to marry no sorry man. <laughs> so if he marries, you know, me and my brothers, we're gonna put the pressure on them to have to root them up out of there. Yeah, and, he, and he's quick to tell me, he'll be like, just come on, for real. I'd be like, I mean, I just no, nah, just uh, uh-uh. like, and that's him being like, like I said, like my brother, him saying, knowing what type of person, knowing my worth. I guess that's the best right. way to say. Right. He'll know. He'll be like, not just good. Your you level know. versus their level. Right. Come on. Right. So yeah, we we respect that, and I just thought that was a really good topic of discussion, kind of with our filter episode. Right. And I just wanted to share that with all of our ladies out there and. Hopefully, they'll be able to take that in because we do have a lot of single mothers out there that are trying to date and having, you know, that struggle of dating. And remember, ladies, last point I'm going to make. If a man comes in and they want to be the man, let them be the man. Let them take you out. Let them say, hey, um, you know, they want to fix your toilet. You know, let them fix your toilet because, trust me, it has happened. Or let them... You know, mouth just, TV. Just give them a shot, man. <laughs> just, just give them a shot. Just, just give them a shot to, 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 to do the manly stuff. I mean, I know a lot of you ladies probably like, man, I've been doing it for so long, so it's hard to take the back seat to somebody who's trying to come in and help. But trust me, I think it'll, it'll be worth it in the long run. If it's worth it, then it'll be worth it, you know, for the both of you guys. Exactly. So we're going to end that here. But before we end that, we do want to shout out one more black business. Uh, yeah, we want to give a shout out to Some Sweet um, owner, Ashley Bostic. She's actually a listener and a friend of the show. Um, right now, she's taking holiday orders. Um, you guys can basically put your orders in with them. I'm just going to read this off. Uh, right now, you can get a red velvet cake with cream cheese icing. Uh, three-layer red velvet cake is $40. Uh, two-layer red velvet with cheesecake is $50 at pecans $5 you can get a strawberry cake with strawberry cream cheese icing uh, a three layer strawberry cake is $40 a two layer strawberry cake with cream cheese is $50 at strawberry crumb $5 chocolate cake with chocolate cream cheese icing a three layer chocolate cake is $40 a two layer chocolate cake with cheesecake is $50 at oreo crumb $5 extra all cakes can be cupcakes. 12 count, 18, add toppings, plus 5. 24 count, $36, add toppings, plus 5. All orders, listen at this, all orders must be secured with a deposit of half the total by cash out or PayPal. No exceptions. Remaining balance due the day of pickup. Cakes with cheesecake must be refrigerated. You can DM or text her at 256-384-6635. Again, that's 256-384-6635. Company is Some Sweet, Ashley Bostic, the owner. Thank you, guys. Yep, Some Sweet. You can reach her on IG or on Facebook. She's on there as well. Well, Jamal, I think that was a good episode. What you think? Oh, yeah, I liked it. I mean, look, I'm glad we just did this for the episode. So, yeah. just do the review and edit. We'll be back at you guys soon with um, 
shop talk or whatever. You guys let us know what you want to hear. Yeah, that's another thing too. Yeah, let us know what you guys want to hear from us. Like, we, we definitely want to get inputs. Or if you have a good topic and you maybe want to appear on the show. Yeah, just let us know. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we open to run with, with, with anything. I mean, not anything, but if you guys have some good topics and you want to come on, have a seat with us. I'm no stranger to a lot of you guys or to anybody, so if this thing reaches California and you got a topic for me, you know, let us know and we'll run with it. Yep. And once again, this is the JNJ Podcast. This is Jessica and Jamal signing out. Peace. Peace.